Up next, right here on Spreaker, it's your boy, the governor of Minnesota. Sports talk, that is. The big, smooth Vince Wright coming to you live with Sports Done Right. Keep it locked. It's about time you got it right. Up next, it's your boy, the big, smooth Vince Wright, broadcasting live from the Sportstacular Governor's Mansion, the governor of sports talk, that is, and he's got your ticket to all the latest sports-related news, events, and hot topics. Are you ready to get it right? Sports Done Right, up next. Apple first ab, I'm in the spot. Strum 
with where I'm at. Future mind state, present to past. Step into the moody groove and just relax. I borrowed from the mirror bone. It's all about respect. Can't leave the vibe alone. Don't want you to forget that we own none of this. Just here to admire. Music makes me feel alive. Step into the fire. They battle to the death. My fight is for the life I give. Electric. Would you turn on the lights and would you pass on this reverberated vibe? Pass it. Pass it. Some people don't seem to catch the meaning of this. They fall into the beat and can't resist the kiss. They have the track, but the words they miss. Feel the beat, so they pump their fists. Never catch the moral, cause they miss the twist. Never got the gist in the midst of it, because we fall in love with the melody. It doesn't matter what they say if the music is sweet. It goes hip, cats, baggy pants, skull caps, mini apple, first app. I'm in the spot, struck by soul shock. I go from jazz, hip hop to hard rocker. Spark them to flight. Creation clash with cash and they forget why they write. Came kicking and screaming, now they fear the fight. Don't know past this future rappers lost the light. Took revenge, but two wrongs don't make it right. Used to rock to the break of dawn, now can't see the light. Watch things fall apart, now can't keep it tight. Born from intuition, now we lost in sight. It goes hip, cats, baggy pants, small caps, mini apple, first half. I'm in the spot, struck by soul shock. I go from jazz, hip hop to hard rocker. Were you kittens and cats know anywhere I'm from? But it was where I'm at. Future mind state, present to past. Step into the moody group and just relax. Y'all, we are almost ready. Sports done right with Vince Wright, the sports governor. Keep it tuned here, speaker.com and xsquadaffiliates.com as well. funky vibe is now it should be clear where the funky vibe lives i got lyrics in my pocket ready to rock it it really ain't no question just how i'm gonna drop it i reside and roam inside the sweet dome bobbing up and down crown to head bones it goes hip cats baggy pants skull caps mini apple first half i'm in the spot struck by soul shock i go from jazz hip hop to hard rocker luna bass with you kittens and cats know anywhere i'm from but here was where i'm at future mind state present to past Relax, it goes hip, cats, baggy pants, skull caps, mini apple, first half, I'm in the spot, struck by soul shock, I go from jazz, hip hop to hard rocker, luna blast for you kittens and cats, know anywhere I'm from, but here was where I'm at, future, mind state, present to past, step into the moody groove and just relax. 
snow cats ready and get over here. Right now? You darn tootin'. Don't you know it's time for the governor's weekly address? Live from the Situation Room of his lakefront chateau, he's bringing a little color to the voice of Minnesota sports talk and worldwide. His mama calls him Vince, but you can call him Governor. And by way of executive order, he's serving real sports fans a dose of sports done right. Hey, what's going on, everybody? Vince Wright, Sports Gov. Giving you a uh, sports update here on another Tuesday night from the Situation Room. Oh, man, good to be back with you here. Again, Spreaker.com. You can also check us out on XSquadAffiliates.com as well. And lots and lots and lots to get into, man. Um, We got a couple great guests coming up tonight. I cannot wait. Justin Ekstrom is going to be joining us. He is a host of the Horn Scolder podcast. And that is going to be a lot of fun. First time uh, talking with him about the wonderful Minnesota Vikings, baby. You got to love it. Got to love it. It was beautiful for a long time, but tightened up at the end. But hey, came out on top of Washington, uh, 38-30. So um, unfortunately, Green Bay won. Yeah, yeah, you know what that means. But anyway, we're going to talk with him about the Vikings, the NFC North, uh, also, out of Dallas, Texas, we got one of our favorites, Ben Sutter Third is going to be joining us. He is the host of the BS3 Sports Podcast out of Dallas, Texas. Lots going on down there with Jerry Jones. Lots going on with Ezekiel Elliott, or hopefully no more maybe going on. Maybe it's just the suspension now. Um, so we're going to talk to him and also going to talk to him about the Dallas Mavericks, too. I got a couple questions I want to sneak in there as well. Um, what else do we got going on here, man? Lots and lots and lots of stuff to get into here. Miami hurricanes. I mean, put the complete ass whooping on Milton. We love that. We love that. Uh, gonna get into some go for basketball, some go for football, of course, and um, some other college um, as well. We're gonna talk, like I said, about Miami, Notre Dame. You know, Alabama barely snuck by as well. Get into Oklahoma. You know, Oklahoma's starting to get a lot of love all of a sudden again. I'm still not sold on them, and you know, I guess maybe lack of a defense there. And you know, Wisconsin as well. We'll talk a little bit about the Scotties. As well, been hitting up all my <laughs> friends from across the river here, uh, getting a lot of love on Twitter from the Wisconsin side of the river. Uh, your your Minnesota sports governor as well. So again, Justin Ekstrom, he's going to be calling in at eight fifteen, uh, or yes, eight fifteen. We also have, like I said, Ben. He's going to be calling in at eight forty five. Music tonight is going to be featuring our friend Desdemona, one of the coolest little hip-hop R&B spoken word artist out there in the Twin Cities. Been doing it for a number of years. Um, uh, never little, never thought a little girl from Iowa could rap quite like that. You heard uh, one of her songs at the opening there, so uh, we'll be featuring her. Timberwolves. Well, what can you say? Timberwolves, what can you say? Like how it's going. But, you know, I mean, there's still some defense to be played as well. So we'll talk about that. 
Why is Coach Tibbs starting to get some hate out there in the, in the press? I mean, there's people already wondering if he's going to be around next year. So, folks, lots to get into on Sports Done Right. Uh, Minnesota Wild are up on the Philadelphia Flyers right now, one nothing. NBA, what do we got here? Rockets and Raptors are playing. The Nets and the Celtics are tied up. Looks like going into halftime here. And uh, the Mavericks and Spurs, Battle of Texas going off tonight as well so there you go all right so let's just get into it man again vince Wright. you can follow me on twitter this is the sports done right show twitter handle at the big smooth one the number one that's me um you can also follow the sports done right uh page on facebook w-r-i-g-h-t uh closed group so once the gov admits you in uh, you get your little sports feed through us, throw your two, five, ten cents in, all that fun stuff, man. So um, with that being said, let's talk about the Golden Gophers. That's right. Our University of Minnesota Golden Gophers finally bounce back. And finally bounce back. Come back, do us a solid by kicking the you-know-what out of a uh, broken-down Nebraska team. But, hey, that's okay. You know, beggars cannot be choosers. So with that being said, let's get into our Golden Gopher news. All right, last Saturday, took down... The University of Nebraska Cornhuskers, um, as we've talked about before, you know, this was a must-win game for the Gophers because of a t- couple things. Nebraska definitely was a, a beatable team. We know that for sure, right? So, but of course, us being Gopher fans, nothing's taken for granted. So, we needed, I don't want to say a perfect game, but we needed to play mistake-free football, and we did that for the most part. Um... I mean, it was just phenomenal, man. Opening kickoff, uh, Rodney Smith, 100-plus yards right off the bat. That set the tone for really a fun afternoon out at TCF Bank Stadium. Not a lot of Nebraska fans came up for this one, but the sports gov, because of prior commitments I had last Saturday, I was able to, uh, let's just say I was able to part with my tickets for a um, a uh, acceptable sum that has been moved over to my sports uh my sports pack there for re-election. So uh, Minnesota racks up 409 yards on the ground, on the ground, eighth most in uh, the, the program's history, uh, the most since 2005. That comes from gophersports.com. Man, phenomenal, phenomenal, phenomenal effort. Uh, Dimry Croft's run up the middle. He had a 72-yard run. Actually looked a little better passing the ball as well last Saturday. You know, he's still still got a ways to go, but, you know, it is what it is. And he did a, a – look, they won. I mean, <laughs> I mean, it is what it is. We could not – we'll just leave it there. Let's just leave it there, okay? Um, so who else uh, was in the mix? Like I said, Rodney Smith, he got the scoring started with that 100-yard kickoff return. Um, he had 134 yards on 24 carries as well. Uh, Kobe McCrary uh, – Really, really um, a breakout star for this uh, Minnesota Golden Gophers team, man. 
the senior, he led the team with eight touchdowns, including two, three touchdown games. Uh, he also had 93 yards on 10 carries last Saturday. Uh, keep your eye on Kobe McCrary, man. He is really a good player, big, strong dude. And, you know, watching, as he says here in the article, the, uh, playing behind the likes of Rodney Smith and Shannon Brooks, you know, you you learn things. You learn things. So uh, he's gotten a lot better, he says, in his preparation. And good for him, man. So, again, uh, PJ, real. it's funny to listen to PJ when they win as opposed to hitting a little losing streak all of a sudden, man. But uh, PJ Fleck had a lot of good things to say about his team. Uh you know, they got better, as he said. They got better from, you know, the previous week to the week before. And nothing wrong with that, man. So uh, Minnesota Golden Gophers 5-4. and four. They're, Now they get Northwestern next week. And that's always fun, isn't it? Seems like we, we have these games with Northwestern that just, I don't know. At times they just seem to be a lot tougher than they need to be, so... Uh, next week, Goff started off 11 a.m. outside of Chicago, playing the Wildcats. Um, that is, let's see, down at Ryan Field. Locally, be on K-Fan Radio. What do we got for the TV on this? Or Okay, and this is going to be on Big Ten Network, so little easier to find than uh, FS1 for a lot of people. I've been hearing a lot of griping about trying to find FS1 um, for, for some reason there, but, um, back to the big 10 network for the Gulfs and hopefully a win. I mean, again, a little disappointing season for Northwestern as well, but this is a, you know, again, a very winnable game. And all of a sudden now, if the Gophers can get that six win and, you know, get bowl eligible because a couple of weeks ago, a lot of us, a lot of people on Twitter, a lot of people were hitting me up. Didn't think that that was going to be possible <laughs> to be quite honest, either the events, right the sports gavna so with that being said peeps let's keep an eye on this game uh early game right off the bat like i said um let's see dimry croft can he continue to progress as a passer again he did better last week but again you know and i know he's learning i know he's a runner i know he's a spread qb but he does have to get better back behind that offensive line Offensive line did a phenomenal job. Let's give it up for them, opening up some big holes for some people to run through. Loved it. Good job there by our offensive line. Uh, Let's see. 16 defensive players made a tackle versus Nebraska. 10 of those 16 also had a tackle for a loss and seven had a sack. Minnesota ended the game with 10 tackles for a loss, six sacks. Minnesota held Nebraska to 69 rushing yards on 33 carries. That's a 2.1 average. Props to the Gopher D. Love it. Love it. Um, Kobe McCrary, again, I want you to keep an eye on him. I'd look for him to kind of keep it going with Rodney Smith. Um, looks like Shannon Brooks still a little under the weather, maybe. We'll have to take a look and see. Ooh. 
And let me get in this chat room as well, because I got to welcome the Spreaker.com chat room. So bear with me one moment, people. Again, Vince Wright, Sports Done Right Podcast, another Tuesday night edition. And let's get it bumping here. And I hope I'm sounding okay. I'm getting a little bit of feedback. Let me know how we're sounding out there. Um, let's take a look here again in our Spreaker.com chat room. Going all the way back to the beginning, Bama Boy. The one, the only beat three three four Bama boy, number one fan of the the uh tide, who in my opinion, I guess, is the number one team in the country right now. <laughs> Wanna say what up to DJ Nunu. Appreciate you coming through as well out of Las Vegas, Nevada. Big Sluggo, the Georgia State alumnus, joining us out of Atlanta, Georgia. Big L in the Spreaker.com chat room out of Little Rock, Arkansas, by way of Chicago, Illinois. What up with that boy, Chucky? Want to say what up to him? Haven't talked to Chucky in a minute. Swats up. Appreciate you uh, popping in there. Love the Public Enemy logo, by the way. Um, Clutch. Clutch Sports Talk in the building. What up, Clutch? Clay Davis. (laughs) Latasha, I'm sorry. Clay Davis joining us, a uh, big supporter of Sports Done Right. Thank you for coming through as well. There's Girly Girl. Make sure you follow her and Mandelion after our show um, with a little uh, tasty talk there Tuesday coming up a little later tonight. Uh, RC from Duluth, Minnesota, my partner in Minnesota crime joining us. And I think we're all caught up there. And to everybody else who may not be in our Spreaker.com chat room, thank you for joining us as well. Again, I am uh, Vince Wright, sports governor, talking Minnesota sports from a Minnesota sports fan point of view. Uh, Not only Minnesota sports, but, you know, we talk really about all sports here as well. Matter of fact, great game going on uh, ESPN, 62-61 Michigan State, number two ranked Michigan State over number one. Duke, you got to love college basketball because it allows you to get these early primetime matchups in these tournaments here. They're playing in the State Farm Championship Classic. So um, big Duke fan here. Uh, But as I told you, and I told you guys last week on Sports Done Right, keep an eye on this Michigan State squad this year. Tom Izzo has got some ballers on this team. So make sure you keep an eye out uh, there as well. Um, RC says, I'm happy the Vikings are seven and two, but I'm not completely sold just yet. We have a tough four game stretch coming up. St. Louis at Detroit at Atlanta and at Carolina. So we'll get to see what they're really made of. Uh, yeah, absolutely, man. I was going to get into that here a little bit later with, uh, Justin during his call, but yeah, we got kind of the meat of the schedule coming up here now, don't we, uh, RC. So we definitely going to be able to tell what our Vikings going to be able to do this year. And, you know, I know, <laughs> well, I, I was going to get into a little bit of quarterback talk, but we'll save that for a little bit later. Big L X squad affiliate says, yo, Vince, we have, to, we have to have a bet on the Arkansas, Minnesota game in Arkansas this year, Arkansas beer. If you win Minnesota beer to me, if Arkansas wins, I will definitely take you up on that bet. Mr. Lorenzo, Big L. Again, folks, the number if you want to call 
651-968-0124. Again, that number is nine or six five one nine six eight zero one two four. Again, thank you for tuning in, hanging in the chat room, listening from wherever you're listening to. Um, all around the world, by the way, we get the statistics back, and the gov's been heard all around this planet of ours, man. So, uh, Minnesota, though, back to the football team here. Um, they have a great opportunity. Uh, again, Northwestern, very disappointing season. Nebraska, or Nebraska, Northwestern was actually picked by some preseason to win the West over Wisconsin. Uh, that ain't happening. As we saw, Wisconsin is a whole other beast right now. Um, they keep winning schedule is a little light, but here's the thing. And we, we said it last week. We'll say it again this week. And if our friend Shannon out there from, uh, Wisconsin, she's a new, uh, Twitter friend of ours there. If she's listening, the Wisconsin Badgers, if they win out, which wouldn't mean they'd have to win the big 10 championship and not blow it, they're going to get in. They're going to get in. A lot of people may not like that, but here's the thing. When this whole playoff thing was put together, they were looking for conference champions of the Power Five conferences to represent these four spots. Now, safe to assume, we can definitely say Pac-12 is done. Right? We can say that. So, um, Wisconsin runs the table. They're getting in. We'll touch on uh, some of the other college stuff here in a minute. But um, again, so Gopher fans, you know, I didn't want to spend a lot of time kind of getting into the Gophers uh, this weekend. I mean, it was just, you know, it was was an ass kicking against a very bad Nebraska team um, outside of J.D. Spielman, who is uh, turning into a phenomenal player for Nebraska, Minnesota kid from Eden Prairie, uh, nephew of Chris Spielman, Ohio State great, Detroit Lion great. Obviously, his dad, Rick Spielman, is GM of the Minnesota Vikings. And for those who look at him and see that young African-American man, uh, he is adopted because his father and family are white. So that would get rid of the (laughs) confusion for you there. Um, Let's see here. Sluggle says, yeah, good test coming up, Sizzle, but you guys look really solid right now. Again, speaking of the Vikings, absolutely. RC says, damn, I called the St. Louis, but I mean the L.A. Rams must be getting old. Watch out, man. This is going to be a fun game uh, this week with the Los Angeles Rams coming into town. Again, we'll get into it with Justin when he calls us here in about uh, just under 20 minutes from now. He's scheduled to call on the Gov Skype line. Uh, Got him all set up, so... Um, we'll get into our first break before that as well, but, um, well, one other thing too, that I did want to get into a very, very good game last night by the go for basketball team. Great job last night. Great win against a good solid Providence team. There's so many games we're going to get into again. I didn't want to spend a whole lot of time on this one because I wanted to make sure um, the show's moving as we got guests tonight, man. But the basketball team, phenomenal. Phenomenal job last night. Really stuck with it. Really played like they wanted it as well. And, man, let me tell you something here. These Gophers are going to be a lot of fun this year, people. So make sure you check out our Minnesota Golden Gophers. Um, you know, Baby Patino's put together a very, very, very nice squad. 
and we are expecting some big things from them. But again, nice win last night. Uh, keep it going. Keep it going. Um, let's see here. Oops, thank you. Of course, always having a little glitch or two. So uh, speaking of go for basketball, by the way, they uh, play Niagara University tomorrow at the barn. That's Williams Arena here. Seven o'clock start on campus. Sunday, they have Western Carolina coming into town. And then a week from tonight, Alabama A&M comes into town. And then followed uh, Friday, the 24th, Massachusetts UMass comes into town. That could be an interesting game. And then we got Alabama and Miami. I mean, a very, very fun schedule coming up here, man. Um, before they get into Big Ten play December 3rd versus Rutgers. So, um, again, Miami, Alabama, Mass, UMass. We've got some tests coming up. Big Ten championship, by the way, in New York City. So that's going to be fun. MSU's giving Duke the work on the glass, says Clay Davis. I told you. Yes, they are, man. Tom Izzo, he never plays. Always has squads, except for last year. Kind of hit a little hitch in the road. But, you know, they're back. They're back. So 86-74 last night as the Gophers uh, uh, go past uh, Purdue, or Purdue, Providence. Um, Providence, uh, again, not a bad team. Amir Coffey finished with 15 points. Nate Mason had 17. Jordan Murphy, 23 points, 14 boards. Number 15, Minnesota. Again, prevailing last night. Look for the Gophers to move up in the standings. Um, Our Gophers had six assists on 30 made baskets. Um, But they here's the thing and what I noticed because I caught a lot of the second half. Lot they dominated on the inside, um, and I guess where's that stat? They outscored Providence. What was it, forty to twenty-six in the paint, and out rebounded them thirty-eight to thirty-one. So um, Friars really didn't know what to do. Um, again, a nice team, but they're not quite on the Gophers' level. Um, Mere Coffee three straight threes in a row that kind of got it going again for him. So. Man, very, just very, very, very excited. Arkansas, not Alabama. Just excited to talk sports and sports done right. Um, again, xsquadaffiliates.com website. And thank you for joining us. I just, I really appreciate it. I really, really, really do. All right. We're going to be setting up here for our first break uh, shortly then, 8.15. So in about 15 minutes, Jordan Ekstrom is going to be calling us. We're going to be talking with him. Later in the 8 o'clock hour, Ben Sutterth is going to be calling as well. Um, our homie from Dallas, Texas. Always like talking sports with him, as you know. And again, um, lots of stuff to go on. We may actually even get a sighting from the first lady of Minnesota sports. Angie Wright might actually join us. Um, she had a trip delayed. So she's here in the governor's mansion as well, somewhere. <laughs> somewhere. And um, we'll see if we can maybe get her uh, cracking on the phone line or, uh, excuse me, on the mic line here as well. So, all right, folks, we're going to take our first break. When we come back, we're going to get it all set up here for just an extra. Um, Again, about 15 past the hour, we're going to be getting into Vikings talk from the Vikings. We're going to get into some other NFL talk. Oh, also. 
we're going to be getting into a fair share of Miami hurricane talk. And uh, we'll get in a couple other college topics, like I said, as well. Again, I am Vince Wright. Uh, Bama Boy says they can throw the conference champs out the window because Penn State did not make it or didn't make it. Uh, uh, yeah, Penn State all of a sudden, you know, <laughs> it is what it is, right? It is what it is. Um, let's see. All right, so let's do this. Let's get a quick break in here. We're going to, like I said, we got... Music coming to you here from Desdemona, a good friend of mine who's going to be um, actually outperforming in St. Cloud, Minnesota tonight. And I will get that information because I had it written down somewhere. And of course, we didn't have it ready. Oh, man. All right. Um, we'll be right back right after this break, y'all. Sports done right. Spreaker.com. XSquadAffiliates.com. I am Vince Wright, the sports governor, coming to you live and direct. And, oh, coming up soon after Thanksgiving, she will be coming back. Um, Di Murphy. That's right. Di Murphy from Roughing the Podcast will be joining us. I was talking with Diane via Twitter today. Um, she's definitely eager to come back on. So we're going to get her on after the first holiday. And um, we will definitely ask her as Lorenzo likes to bring up and talk to her about her prediction of this being uh, uh, Sam Bradford's breakout year. But, you know, she she tried. She tried. So we'll be right back. Y'all keep it tuned here. Sports done right. Hey, what's up, everybody? Vince Wright. You know me as the sports governor. The ladies call me the big smooth one. But I'm coming to you live from Minneapolis, St. Paul. We're bringing you sports done right every Tuesday night. Make sure you keep it tuned to Spreaker.com, XSquadAffiliates.com, and now proud to be associated with two live students radio. I'm Vince Wright, the sports governor, and I approve this message. Yo, what's good? This is Trey Frazier on your staff. This is the Barbershop Sports Talk Podcast. Make sure y'all tune in to us every Tuesday night, 7 o'clock to 9 o'clock p.m. Eastern Time. Hi, this is Terry Crews, actor, former football player, game show host, father of five, and all-around big dude. I'm also an expert on drama. I know all kinds of drama. There's the good kind that comes with having a house full of kids. There's the bad kind, like season-ending injuries. There's the necessary kind, like having an agent in Hollywood. And there's silly drama, like the drama around my percolating pectorals. And then there's the drama you can skip. Skip the drama that comes with not having your high school diploma or equivalency. Find free adult education classes near you and finish your high school diploma. Visit finishyourdiploma.org. Or text DIPLOMA to 97779. Message and data rates may apply. Reply stop to opt out. That's diploma to 97779. And leave the drama to actors like me. Brought to you by the Dollar General Literacy Foundation and the Ed Council. Man, De Leon. <laughs> That's what we do. Eat, sleep, grind, 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 
That's what we do. Number one, she rock man Delion. Every Saturday we got it going on. Might call your mama up, talk sport, shout you out in the chat, thank for your support. X Y, act like you know. S M E, yo, here we go. Ha ha, yo, here we go. S M E, yo, here we go. Sleep, grind, grind, repeat, repeat. That what we do. Sleep, grind, grind, repeat, repeat. Ha. That's what we do. I'll be rocking as long as I'm alive. I've been the secret weapon. I've been the fool. I've been the straight edge who follows all the rules. I've been the victim. I've been my own savior. I've been the catapult turned into lifesaver. I've never been wishy-washy. No, I never waver. I've been the mother, though I've never been in labor. I've been overlooked and looked over for my goods. I've been to the top on the mountain I've stood. I've cried and laughed been misunderstood. I've done some dirt, but I covered it good. I've been put on a pedestal, but I'm just a human being. I've tried to be nice and ended up acting mean. I've tried to be perfect. I've tried to take flight. I've tried to be patient with the beauty in life. I've tried to write down the meaning of it all. I've tried to really love, but I just can't fall. See, every day I'm getting older and new seasons are bright. They ask if I'll be rocking when I'm 35. My reply is why I close my eyes. See, I'll be rocking as long as I'm alive. I travel the maze. It's a way of life. Slide down the sound wave when the tide is high. Leave a piece of me behind. In the lines I write and I ride the incline when the words take flight. I've opened doors when they were locked for me. I've tried to be humble, been on bended knee I've always known the power inside of me But I've never been sure of what others are seeing I've been confused, yeah, I've been used I've been sucker punched and I still have the bruise I've been the token and I've been the truth I've been trying to stay grounded and feel these roots I've been underestimated just like you I've been on the search and I've found the clues Life comes down to the path you choose Failure ain't an option, I will not lose I look into the mirror, watch it all pass There's something so beautiful about how fast It falls from the cradle of life into action The best that I can hope for is a little satisfaction Every day I'm getting high Wide. I close my eyes, see rocking as long as I'm alive. I travel the maze, it's a way of life. Slide down the sound wave when the tide is high. Leave a piece of me behind. The lines I write and I ride the incline when the words take flight. I've been all these things, I've been the muse, I've been the naive lady. Singing the blues, I've been talked about, yeah, misconstrued. I've been loved and hated by a lot of you, but I don't ever stop. I've said it before, when you think I'm done, I'm coming back for more. Stronger and wiser than I was before, cause the music is the thing I truly adore. See, every day I'm getting wiser, you can see it on my face. Every trial I've encountered can never be erased. Every lesson I've learned in my mind burned. Every moment is a blessing, but the memories blur. Hold tight the dream, you gotta let loose the pain. If it don't feel right, then just change your name. Adapt, shape, shift, transform, reborn, flight. I'll be rocking as long as I'm alive. Every day I'm getting older and new seasons are bright. They ask if I'll be rocking when I'm 35. My reply is why. I close my eyes. See, I'll be rocking as long as I'm alive. I travel the maze. It's a way of life. Slide down the sound wave when the tide is high. Leave a piece of me behind. In the lines I write and I ride the incline when the words take flight. I'll be rocking as long as I'm alive. I'll be rocking as long as I'm alive. Ah. 
It's official. He's Minnesota's number one sports color commentator. The people got it right. And now it's time for you to get your sports done right. 
with the governor of Sports Talk, the Honorable Vince Wright. Now, let's get back to the show. All right, everybody, we are back. Sports done right. Another Tuesday night edition here at Speaker.com. Again, uh, you can follow me, the Sports Gov, on X or XSquadAffiliates.com, but also on Twitter at the Big Smooth One. And speaking of Twitter, came across this young gentleman here. Uh, he uh, has some great takes himself in the world of Minnesota Vikings sports, and was you know kind enough to join us here. We've kind of been going back and forth on Twitter, so finally asked him to join us. Uh, Justin Ekstrom, host of the Horn Scolder podcast, and he's up in St. Cloud, Minnesota. So, uh, ladies and gentlemen, wel- welcome Justin to the show. Justin, thank you for joining us. How are you? I am doing fantastic. Thanks for having me on. Hey, no problem, man. Thank you for joining us. Well, let's just get right to it, man. Uh, Vikings pulled one out. Looked so good early on, but uh, got a little tight at the end there. So, you know, let's just start with the Vikings and that offensive line, which, you know, when the season started, Justin, it was kind of the same old thing, kind of that here we go again with this offensive line. But all of a sudden they seem to have kind of come together and it looks like they're doing a good job protecting our QB. I, you know, that's exactly it. Like how, how big is it that they can all be interchangeable? They can all go in in different positions. Rookie Danny Isadora, Jeremiah Searles, Rashad Hill this past week just comes in. And, you know, as far as like falling apart is concerned or failing, they go unnoticed, not giving up a sack again. And then, you know, I got to give the big props to Pat Shermer and Tony Sperano, really, for just right. finding the way they are moving the pocket. That's like to everyone's strengths. And then, uh, obviously, Case Keenum is making them look even better. Yeah, it, it really seems like all of a sudden now, and, uh, you know, we'll get into the Case and Teddy battle here shortly. But, you know, it really seems like they've been able to put in some some plays and some some schemes to really help out Case because the one thing that Case is really underrated, at least in my opinion, is his running ability. I mean, the guy can get out of that pocket and make some things happen. And, you know, I think – I think for him, it was a statement game last week with all the emotion of Teddy coming back and, you know, half of your fan base automatically wants Teddy in there right away. I think he came out with a chip on his shoulder and, you know, outside of those two interceptions, uh, he was damn near perfect, Justin. It it looked like an MVP type, like if he could throw a few more of those quarters together like that, I mean, you're talking about him being, you know, Pro Bowl voting's coming out now, you know, if you... If he had a full season and played like that at the entire level, like you'd be talking about him getting voted <laughs> exactly Pro Bowl, which is something you'd never think you'd hear. Oh, come on! I mean, when the season started to even, I mean, I would have asked what what you're smoking, what you're drinking, if you would have said the Case Keenum and and Pro Bowl within the same sentence. But all of a sudden, here we are, and now, I mean, the, the guy is doing everything that's asked of him for the most part. I mean, you know couple interceptions like we said there's a couple other bad passes in there man but you know and I know we're only talking one game Justin but man Case Keenum uh, seems like he's got a little fire lit under him that's what I love about him man like when you saw him come in right before half or right after half against the Bears like the thing you noticed immediately was just how fired up he was and just ignited the whole entire team and that's something you 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 can't expect that all the time that's going to happen 
But here it is, week in and week out, he is putting in the work. And I just got to give him and the defensive coordinator and, you know, those guys big props because they put together a game plan against the Skins that I the, the Skins were not ready for it whatsoever. No, and they, Yeah, they looked just completely dumbfounded by what was going on. Just say it out loud. They scored 30 on us, and we won. Yeah, exactly. Exactly, exactly. And, you know, anytime you got the Vikings giving up points like that, we are definitely on the losing end most times. But, you know, again, that first half, though, I mean, it was something. And, you know, real quick, man, Adam Thielen, out of nowhere, you know, Minnesota State, Mankato, um, you know, I – us here locally, Justin, know the story and, and know of him and where he where he came from. But I want you to kind of share your thoughts on him for our audience, because, you know, we got a lot of people down south that listen, actually a lot of Atlanta Falcons fans um, that follow this show that are kind of part of my podcasting family. So Adam Thielen, let the folks know exactly how good he really is. This kid is unbelievable, man. Like, you can't write a better storybook type thing. Like, I'm surprised Hollywood hasn't already, like, called him and been like, hey, we got to do your story. And then, of course, him being the humble guy, he'd be like, no, no, this is just the beginning. You guaranteed he's going to be, like, Mr. Humble Minnesota guy. Right. Uh, he'll, he'll just be like, no, no, this is only the beginning. I'm only going to keep getting better. And every single year... He just keeps getting better. Sure like it's does. fine. Stop talking about him being like this all happy go lucky story. And it's just like, he's one of the best receivers in the league right now. That touchdown, he just snatched out of the air this Sunday. That was Julio Jones esque. And I know your guys, you know, down there, they're going to say, yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> yep, exactly. But I mean, that was like, that's something you see out of him. You don't see out of yellow gloved Adam Thielen, every week and what actually you do now exactly exactly and i have a gentleman in our spreaker.com chat room big l out of little rock arkansas big l you actually have it twisted he says yo vince why do vikings fans hate bridgewater so much he is a better quarterback and hated wow first off justin let me just answer him big l lorenzo you got it completely twisted my friend I would say, Justin, there, I haven't seen any quarterback that has garnered the love of an NFL player like Teddy Bridgewater has here in the past few, you know, a couple years that he's been here. Um, Big L, I totally disagree. He is uh, not only loved, he is beloved up here. And like I just said, you have half of the fan base who wants him to play, you know, last Sunday. So um, he is very well respected, very well loved, and we'll see what happens. But Justin, let's bring it over to Teddy Bridgewater for you. Um, he's back. What do you think? Are, are we going to see him on the – barring injury, let me say. Do you think we see him on the field this year? I, You know, I think this year, yes, and that's just because can we really expect Case Keenum to keep throwing for 300 yards, four touchdowns? <laughs> like, right. I, I'm, I'm not – nothing against him. I hope he does. I hope. I honestly believe – Case Keenum, you know, if Case Keenum keeps winning, he's in there. If he brings us a Super Bowl championship, great. But I don't, for me, like your your listener or whatever, he was definitely wrong because yeah, like yeah. the Twitter verse man has got like 
I bet you it's about 60% of people still want to see Teddy start this game. Which... Oh, exactly. I mean, it's been insane local radio here. I, well, I mean, I'm sure you've heard it too. It has really been surprising uh, how many Vikings fans want him to start now. I mean, and it's fine. It's fine that they want him to start, but they have to logically look at this. Right. Like, are you really going to start a guy like – over Case Keenum that is playing at the level, like you just say it, he, he's won five in a row. If you were to bench a guy that won five in a row at the start of a game, your job should be gone because you can't do that. You just can't. Exactly. Exactly. No, it it, it can happen. Um, you know, obviously, if Case starts going south, that's a whole different story. But right now, I mean, you know, we've heard it so many times before, Justin. You got to go with the hot hand, man. And right now, uh, that is Case Keenum, and um, I, you know I don't I don't have a problem with it right now. Um, but let me move it along here because again I also wanted to talk to you about Latavius Murray. How do you think he's done since Dalvin went down? Um, I think he's looked you know obviously better here the past couple games. Um, what what's your take on him? For for me, like I've never been high on him. He just like his running style, like his body should suggest that he's gonna be like piling over people. But then his running style, like it's just I don't know his body frame. And then he gets tackled a little too easy. But the big thing I'm seeing out of him is he's a lot better in pass coverage. He's uh, guys a little bit better, and he's hitting that hole with authority now, where he doesn't even get touched until five, six yards down, and then he makes that Latavius Murray uh, move, and then he's in the end zone, or there he's uh, got the first right. down. Right. How is those eight yards on first down or six yards on first, even second down when we failed at a pass to get six, seven yards, and we only got three, four yards to go on third down? I mean, that's huge. Yeah, yeah, it definitely makes life interesting when you get those big gangs off those uh, first down runs. And like I said, I, I really liked how he's looked the past couple games. If if he continues to do well, um, you know, I, we've talked about Thielen. You know, I mean, Stephon Diggs. I mean, we haven't even talked about Diggs. Um, he's done phenomenal here recently. What's your take on Stephon? Oh, uh, you, you can't say enough about that guy. Like, he just, you know, the biggest thing for him, he just cannot stay healthy. And, you know, right. coming up against these defenses that we're going against, I, I talk about on my podcast all the time, Vikings have a little trouble against those three, four big body quick defenses. Like it didn't look this past week, but um, if they can dial stuff up like that, they, they kind of need digs and his speed and his skill set just to clear out that middle and then let the big guys kind of eat. No, I totally agree. And speaking of the big dudes here, let's move it over to the defensive side of the ball. And again, folks, Justin Ekstrom joining your sports governor, Vince, right here in the great state of Minnesota. Uh, talking purple that is minnesota vikings football here and again justin again thank you so much for joining us um mr anderson's and dayho good bad indifferent what's your take on him um we get a lot of lot of interesting takes on him and um i'll, I'll just ask you about him and trey wayans um how do you feel about those guys well right now it's hard to say a whole lot negative at against those guys with the game they played. Like, Sunday right. never seen a guy just, like, go and want that ball out of the receiver's hands like that. And that's something we haven't really seen. His positives in the past have always been he's, like, the football guy. He's just going to play. He's going to hit you hard. He'll end up knocking himself out for a quarter or two, come back and play. 
but he tends to make like the wrong move and get beat deep or like he's kind of lacking in run run protection a little bit, so he's looking in the backfield, then he gets beat deep. This year, especially this past game, that's not exactly what's been happening. Like he's doing exactly what Mike Zimmer has been asking him to do. Right. And I mean that uh you know, stopping that touchdown when they were kinda, you know, rolling back in to hold him to three, that was huge. I mean that was one of those that's just like that's what you want to see out of that defense. And how good is that red zone defense? Oh, I mean, man. without so, Everson Griffin, it was so scary. Like, you can't tell me Everson Griffin is not this emotional leader of the team and, like, physical leader of the team after you see they gave up just this past week. Nothing against the Redskins, but, I mean, did we expect them to score 30 on us? I don't think so. I mean, if they were going to lose, I thought it was going to be about 23 to 17 or something, you know? No, yeah, that's that's about where I had it too. So, you know, they wind up at 38 and 30. Um, you know, Redskins fall to 4 and 5 now. Vikings 7 and 2. Now, obviously, we got the Rams coming in here. And, um, you, hey, you talk about Case Keenum being ready for, for a game. I mean, this is the old squad here. Um, do you do you think he continues it against these uh, resurgent Los Angeles Rams? I do. I I honestly do. Like uh, a few weeks ago, I was thinking, okay, this one's gonna hurt. You know, we're gonna get kind of beat. But that defense isn't like the Rams' defense. Like they're beating guys by outscoring them. So I honestly think Case Keenum, if they can put in something like they did against the Redskins a little bit, those quick wide receiver screens on third down. Getting uh, making guys miss. Like if they can keep uh, Aaron Donald kind of out of the backfield a little bit, give a little extra protection to the rookie, find you know help him a little bit, get the pocket moving. I don't think the Rams will have an answer on D for our offense, which is something that you know scouting this game at the beginning of the year. If you were talking Vikings offense versus Rams defense being like a plus on our side, I <laughs> I would have called myself crazy. No, I, I totally agree with you, man. I mean, um, now I, I, I'm got to hold myself down because of last year and what we went through there after our nice little early winning streak as well. But if they can get past Los Angeles, Justin, you know, the schedule, eh, I think it could kind of work in our favor here. And all of a sudden, man, the Vikings can go on a nice little run and all of a sudden a, a 12 and four. I I heard people earlier on on a whole bunch of different podcasts talking thirteen and three even, um, but again you got Atlanta out there, a couple tough games left. But, you know, getting past this one first, man. If they can get this done against LA, now let's talk a little bit about that before we let Justin get out of here. What is it going to take to to beat LA, and what are your thoughts on the Rams and and their uh, unexpected unexpected success? Well, the big thing on this game when I'm looking at the film is it's going to come down to screen games on both sides of the ball. Like if they can run good screen games against the Rams defense, they can put up some points against that defense, like wide receiver screens, even like, you know, a little bit like quick outs to maybe the tight end where they can get it some space or something like that because that's exactly what the Rams like. They run screens after screens after screens. They give you different looks. They give you three tight ends. They – they give you uh, three wide receivers. They give you two backs out of the backfield, then a screen. You know, they just – I mean, they got these guys that are so quick and elusive. If the Vikings can sniff that out, and they should be able to because of the tackling ability of our, you know, our guys in the middle, 
Eric Hendricks is quietly having one of the best seasons we've ever had him have. And then, oh, yeah, uh, Anthony Barr is back and healthy oh, and everywhere. So if they can tackle, like tackling and sniffing out the screens and just trusting their reads, this defense can probably hold this team that's been scoring 50-some points here and there. Like they can hold them to low 20s. I – you know, maybe they can battle it out and maybe get a sack in a big moment or finally get a pick six or a fumble recovery for right. a touchdown. Right. Just really missed last week. Yeah, I totally agree. Uh, Vikings D, man, just on point here. And hey, if we can find a way to stuff that box and stop Gurley um, and really put the pressure on them in that passing game, I think we're going to be all right. Um, and I think we can do that, too. I mean, you know, like we said, these guys have been playing phenomenal defense, really good against the run here as well. So, again, if they can set the tone early and, and you know, really stuff that box and, you know, get Ty Gurley just kind of second-guessing early on, man, I expect a good day for the Vikings. Yeah, that's exactly it. Like everything, as we know, watching football as long as we've had, it uh, keys off the run. You'll say it week in and week right, out. Yep, absolutely. Like, if we can run the ball just enough to keep them honest, I could see Adam Thielen having another 120-some yard game and another touchdown, you know? Like, just, just like, this is uncharacteristically positive about me, but I just got done watching the <laughs> games. And mm-hmm. I, I see something where they, can, they could probably make a mess of the Rams' offense if they need to. Right. No, I hear you. I hear you. I, and I'm very excited for this game now. This And that's a home game for us, too, isn't it? Oh, yes, sir. I mean, this is four weeks. Beautiful, beautiful. Sets up very nicely all of a sudden for us. So, Justin, let me ask you this um, before I get you out of here. And again, um, Justin um, Ekstrom, host of the Horn Scolger podcast there. And bear with me one second. Of course, we're always having some technical issues here on the podcast, it seems. Um, Real quick, I wanted to ask you about Mike Zimmer as a coach. Um, A few weeks ago on my podcast, we were actually talking about some press that was out there saying, hey, look, the the Vikings, if they don't make the playoffs or, again, another bad season, it's time for Zimmer to go. Um, How do you feel about our coach? Um, Do you think, let's just say for whatever reason, we may not make the playoffs. Doesn't look that way, of course, but if, if we don't. Is he out of here? What are your thoughts on Coach Zimmer? I I personally been a Zimmer guy since the beginning, so I might be the wrong guy to ask this, but no, no, I no. I think he's done enough this season that even if like say something bad happens where it's not going to be his fault. I mean, they have him on pace right now where if something really bad happens and they only get like one or two more wins, which could incidentally still get them in the playoffs. Right. Like, <laughs> yeah. Two more wins and don't make the playoffs. I think he's done enough, and he earns at least one more shot. He would have had, he would have had a tank completely this year. And then, I mean, even losing Sam Bradford, like a guy that looked like an MVP game one, right. like that, and then trying, you know, getting the production he's gotten out of Case Keenum. I mean, just having him there, and then, you know, everything he's done, like defensively and everything, I think he deserve a pass. I hope. I hope to all that is holy that we're not talking about a big meltdown here and then we have to like revisit this and be like, oh, yeah, he should lose his job. I right, hope. Yeah. But I, I think he's done enough this season where he should be safe. 
But if they lose and keep losing and then all next year and just lay another egg or something, then, I mean, then we've given them enough chance. Maybe a system isn't all what we think it's going to be. But, I mean, how hard is it listening to him trying to cover a team and feel like you know what's going to happen before it happens? <laughs> exactly. Yeah, guy, man. The core. Are you there? Yeah, there we go. Sorry. Yeah, you faded out on us. That's okay. You can uh, see what I always say about Zimmer is he just seems like one of those guys that's in one of those old stool, old, old style mob movies. Like, don't be afraid, Carlo. Come on. You think I, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm Godfather to your son. And then who dies next? Carlo. Exactly. You know? Exactly. Do not, do not cross coach Z man. Um, no, yeah. Now, hey, last question for for you there, sir. And again, thank you so much for spending a few moments with us. And I'll definitely look forward to having you back here in the future, Justin. But hey, man, what do you think about the uh, division as a whole here, the uh, NFC North? Um, obviously, we've had uh, Aaron Rodgers go down in Green Bay, but Green Bay comes back, gets a win that last week. Uh, Chicago still suffering, even though uh, Trubisky seems to kind of be going and trending the right way. Uh, Detroit is always kind of Detroit, it seems. What do you think about the rest of the division and how it's going to play out? It's, you know, it's kind of scary because this division is actually really tough. They all play each other extremely tough. I obviously don't have the numbers ahead of me, but I'd like to see how many times one team has swept the division. It doesn't seem like it happens year in and year out. That's very true, yeah. At somebody that wins, you know, like even when Detroit is winless, like they're still tough on Thanksgiving at home. You know, they end up a whole bunch of points and still losing. But, I mean, you know, starting with them, I say they're probably the toughest just through their schedule and, you know, the way they've been playing the Vikings lately. I don't know. They just have some sort of, you know, juju against us where weird things happen this way and then we flat out beat ourselves. All of a sudden, a kicking game that's been so good all year decides to just suffer right in the last 45 Oh, yeah, and then Dalvin Cook, our Rookie of the Year candidate, goes out and fumbles the ball and score one of their only 14 points. You know, like, it's just stuff like that that Detroit seems to have against us. And, yeah, oh, yeah, they do have a very talented squad. And they have the second half of the schedule now that is looking like they're going to be the team to beat in the division just because Mr. Rogers is out of his own neighborhood. Yeah, absolutely. Well, my friend, thank you so much for joining us before we get you out of here. My friend, tell the people about your show and where they can follow you and how they can follow you on social media. And uh, folks, we're definitely going to be back in touch with Justin here as well. So uh, let them know, Justin, how they can follow you. Well, my show is called the Horn Scolders Podcast. I have a co-host called Scott Mink and Austin Irwin. They're both two of the young guns, and they actually make the show, basically. They kind of rotate in and out because of their schedule, but that's at Horn Scolders. You can find that at Spreaker on Out of Pocket Sports Network, Out of Pocket Network. It's kind of like our own network, some of the guys that you know that are doing that. Right. And then you can follow me on Twitter, at the Sports Crib 21 uh, and on the Twitter machine and just listen in, man, it's been fun. We're young, but we're getting better and better. And oh yeah, I got to say this real quick. We had David Morgan on last week and he got his first touchdown. So a hundred percent of the time. Yeah. I'm glad you mentioned that uh, folks. They had a uh, Vikings tight end 
uh, Dave Morgan on, and he sure did get his first touchdown. That was real good to see. He's a good dude. Yeah, he's about as good as it gets, man. I can't talk enough about him. Absolutely. All right, my man. Well, Justin, hey, I'm going to let you get back. Enjoy your evening, sir. We'll be pumping out um, all the blast for your show. And again, thank you so much for joining us on Sports Done, Wyatt. Um, really appreciate your time, and uh, let's do it again soon, bro. Absolutely, man. Pleasure is all mine. I'll be listening in. All right. Take care, buddy. All right. Nice. Justin Extra. Joining us here on Sports Done Right. Um, about five minutes away, we got Ben Sutter the third coming in here. So um, we'll just do this. We will just do a uh, quick kind of a station commercial break here, get a couple drops in, and um, we'll be right back, and we'll set it up for Ben. We'll talk Dallas Cowboys, Dallas Mavericks, Dallas Sports. Coming up next on Sports Done Right. Hey, what's happening, everyone? Vince Wright, the sports governor from Minnesota. And when I am chilling in the executive mansion, my radio is always tuned to the Kicking It with KC show. When I need to find out what's happening on them streets in the ATL, I'm always tuned in to KC Ingram. Spreaker.com, 2 Live Studios Radio, also xsquadaffiliates.com. Make sure you're checking out my main man, Kesey Ingram. Peace. What's up, everybody? Vince Wright, the sports governor from the great state of Minnesota. Join the rest of us sports zombies on Two Live Stews Radio. That's right, the boys are back. Doug, Ryan, and the rest of us, including me, the sports governor of Minnesota, Vince Wright, also known to the ladies as the Big Smooth. Keep it tuned here. That's right, Two Live Stews Radio. To my fender, work it like a blender. The next contender, what I got, you got to get it, put it in you now. Did I offend you, Mr. Pretender? If I was to front upon your girl, would you defend her? Or would you diss her and just dismiss her? Would you say I love you? Would you kiss her? 
Why do you insist on playing silly games? Cause when you lie to me, to yourself, you do the same. Why do you have a woman if you want to be free? And if you're really in love, then why are you hitting on me? Uh, I ain't lying. That ain't my woman. I, I've known her for a long time, but that ain't my woman. We hung out a few times. Like my sister's friend, but that ain't my woman. Nah, nah. Mr. Pretender. I'm strong as long as I'm winning. Mr. Pretender. You should have known from the beginning. Girl, you missed the clues. But really, if you knew, a motherfucker like me would be a piece of shit to you. Mr. Pretender. Stop pretending. Mr. Pretender. Check the message that I'm sending. You say that you're real, but you ain't real to me. And fake motherfuckers just don't appeal to me. Sounds like a Nazi moron. But you should lend your attention to who's the definition of a true Mr. Pretender. Just miss a claim you're on. Once you kiss the player on these. Lips, what's between hips? Give to man or schlong. Online gamers type, call the finger pimping. Diminish inhibitions, then I kill them like Simpson. Only comment on the family picks the most classy. Don't find out till later that I'm so nasty. Get you with the combo skills, hardly born. Got a real charming story, so you feel sorry for me. Thinking I'm the boyfriend, but never will it be. Why buy the cow now when they get the milk for free? Told you that I love you underneath the covers, but the problem is, I think I probably said the same to seven others. And your messages. Each other sharing notes for one another about a brother. What a busted, insecure motherfucker. Mr. Pretender, stop pretending. Mr. Pretender, check the message that I'm sending. You say that you're real, but you ain't real to me. And fake motherfuckers just don't appeal to me. Mr. Pretender, I'm strong as long as I'm winning. Mr. Pretender, you should have known from the beginning. Girl, you missed the clues. But really, if you knew, a motherfucker like me would be a piece of shit to you. Uh, nah, you, you didn't ask me if we had sex, you, you asked me if we hung out, and, well, maybe we had sex a long time ago, but that don't even count, because, oh, oh, so just because she said we had sex yesterday, you, you gonna believe her? Oh, you don't believe me? Oh, alright, I might The votes are in, and it's official. He's Minnesota's number one sports color commentator. The people got it right. And now it's time for you to get your sports done right. With the governor of Sports Talk, the Honorable Vince Wright. Now, let's get back to the show. Hey, what's going on, everybody? Vince Wright, the sports governor. We are back. Sports done right. Tuesday night edition. Spreaker.com, xsquadaffiliates.com. And make sure that you give us a buzz uh, 651-968-0124. We'll be hearing from Ben Sutter III here shortly. Uh, going to get into some Dallas sports. Uh, see what's going on down there. Ezekiel Elliott, Jerry Jones suing everybody left and right. Uh, coming after Goodell. Um, all kinds of stuff. I don't know, man. We will, <laughs> we will definitely find out from the man who uh, definitely has his pulse. On everything down there in the Dallas sports scene. That's Big Ben Sutterth. Um, let's see. Week 12 college football playoff rankings just released. And look at that. Miami has snuck on in there. Uh, what do we got? Alabama back up to number one. Bama boy would definitely be happy about that. Clemson, number two. Miami, three. And Oklahoma, number four. Wisconsin, five. Yeah, Ben here. And I hope this is Big Ben Sutter the third on the line. Hello? Hello? 
Hey, Vince. Oh, there we go. We got you now, Ben. Hey, sorry about that. Doing good, doing good. How you doing? Doing great, folks. Ben Sutter, the third host of the BS3 Sports Report out of Dallas, Texas, joining us. Ben, thanks again for joining us so much, man. Uh, um, not only does Ben host a great show, he does a great job, uh, puts in a lot of hard work, and you can definitely tell by uh, his show he does a great job down there. So, Ben, uh, very quickly before I get into the Dallas scene and uh, the Cowboys and all that, we just had the college football playoff rankings come out. Alabama, number one, uh, obviously that's expected. Clemson, number two. Miami up to number three now. And Oklahoma's number four with Wisconsin at five and Auburn at six. So just wanted to get your take on that real quick. Uh, any surprises on your part? Um, Not really. I mean, I'm I'm okay with it. I think uh, I had Clemson, I had uh, Bama, Clemson, Miami, and Oklahoma. So I, I think it's, I think they did a pretty good job. I think um, you look at what, um, you know, the, it's it's pretty hard to kind of nail down what it should be, but I definitely thought Miami should have been really flip, you know, flip-flop spots with, uh, you know, with the team that they beat, so um, with Notre Dame. So I think I think they did a pretty good job. Okay, okay. Uh, Notre Dame, by the way, folks, fell down to number eight. Uh, Georgia fell to number seven, so – I'm, you know, still on the peripheral there. Ohio State is nine and Penn State is 10. All right, so let's get to it here. Um, again, Ben, I uh, wanted to talk to you about the Cowboys. I mean, there's so much that's going on right now with that team. And, well, there's always so much going on, it seems, with that team. <laughs> uh, but let's just start with Ezekiel Elliott, the suspension. Is it, is it, is it just – is it going to happen – should he just sit down, do the suspension, come back? I mean, I'm imagining they're going to be in the playoffs. What What's going on down there in Dallas with Zeke? And uh, has he run out of all his options in terms of, you know, trying to, you know, pursue this uh, any, any further? Yeah, I think it's pretty much over with. I don't know how much how – he doesn't have any other options. It's pretty much done. And I think um, Jerry Jones is upset about it. Uh, Zeke is gone on some island somewhere, from 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 what I understand. Uh, so Zeke's not necessarily that worried about it, but it, it's over. I don't think we need to drag this on any longer. Get these six games out of the way. Come back. It'll be the second to the last game of the season when he actually comes back, which is it's it's a considerable amount of time. And we have to think we're going to be playing Philly uh, Sunday night uh, Sunday, uh, and that's going to be hard. We're going to be playing a lot of touch, tough matchups. I'm predicting them to go four and two. Uh, they already lost to Atlanta, so that means they can get one more loss out of these. Mm-hmm. But it, it's 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 over. Um, I don't I don't think he has any anything else to fight. He was already at the second circuit court, and I don't think he can go any hotter than that. And the NFL is not going to give him a break. So it, it's over. There you go, folks. And um... You know, I hope so. I hope he could just do the time, sit down, come back, see what happens in the playoffs. Now, let's get to Jerry Jones. And this is really the topic I really wanted to kind of have you on, Ben, and, and bend your ear and, you know, see what, what you're hearing down there in Dallas. Because not only do we have uh, Jerry Jones, uh, obviously he's been going after Goodell. Um, he's very upset over the treatment of Ezekiel Elliott. But now there was rumors and I don't know exactly how it works because Jerry owns the team. But I, last week they were talking about some board or board members, you know, possibly taking over the team. 
what's going on down there in Dallas with the owner? And, um, I mean, what's got Jerry so pissed off besides everything, it seems? he He's upset because he doesn't think Goodell should get that much money. Uh, he's also he's on the committee, uh, the compensation committee, with Arthur Blank, who, who the Cowboys just played. But he didn't – he felt like he was left out of the information uh, with the contract uh, for what Goodell's going to sign. And uh, he, he's not okay – with the contract and i think he's also upset about the zeke thing and then also you look at some of the owners have seen to have turned their back on jerry and he's not happy about that jerry is jerry is the nfl if you want to go if you want to have a team move the whole la move that was jerry um, i don't know how much the the charges move was him but he has a, he has a huge say so in the league and i think he he's not going to lay down and let goodell get paid whatever goodell's supposed to get uh, a lifetime, um, I think, insurance for his whole family, not just right, for him. Yeah, uh, for his whole family. Like private jet. I would love to get that. I would love to get that too. I wish my company <laughs> yeah. give me lifetime, <laughs> lifetime insurance. But and then, you know, used to the private jet. So I mean, Jerry is has uh, he he's always been vocal, but lately it just seems like he is he's not putting up with anything. I think he is getting old. He's getting older, obviously, and I don't think he wants to deal with. Uh, having this type of guy uh, get this type of money and get this type of recognition for something that maybe he doesn't think he deserves. Yeah, I mean it's it's just been real interesting, man. Because yeah, I have, I mean, he seems to have been all over the place. I mean, Jerry actually a few weeks ago dropped to a knee with his team, uh, then threatened the team, saying if you do it, well, you ain't <laughs> playing. Uh, going after Goodell, which, you know, okay, maybe I can understand a little bit. You know, the, the commissioner does, in fact, work for the owners. We hear it all the time. So if the owners want somebody else new in there, that's obviously their prerogative to obviously dealing with the Ezekiel stuff. It just seems like Jerry has just been all over the place lately, Ben. So, um, yeah, I, I just don't get him sometimes. Yeah, he is very contradictory. He he is, and he's always really been that way. One day he'll say we don't sign people of this of the character background, and then the other day he'll say well, we have a program in place to help these people. We don't have a program in place. There's been right. plenty of guys that have came through here. They haven't gotten any better. They've actually gotten worse, and then they leave here worse. So Jerry is he's a talker. He's the best probably talker out of all the owners because his hands are so deep into what the Cowboys are doing. Um, and every single time he does a press conference to me, it's hilarious. 99% of the time he's going to say, uh, uh, um, maybe. Um, and then, then he says whatever, whatever sentence he says, meaning like, what did he just say? So Jerry is, Jerry is, is Jerry. That's, that's what we say in Dallas. He, that's who he is. His hands are going to be in this team until the day he dies. No, yeah, you're absolutely right. I mean, he, he's worked hard for that billion. Um, it is his team. I mean, he can do with it what he will. Um, that brings me to the other reason that I wanted to have Ben on. You know, Ben, I've been thinking about the Dallas Mavericks here a little bit lately, my friend. And, you oh, know, last, bas- yeah, <laughs> last basketball season, we kind of had some fun, I'm sure, on your show and my show discussing the Mavericks. But, let me run something by you a little bit. And I just want your take on this. Just call it a conspiracy theory if you must. But I think Mark Cuban is just kind of busy with Shark Tank, possible presidential runs, 
a whole bunch of other stuff but the Dallas Mavericks. Now, I know, Mark, if he was in the room, he would go, you're crazy, you're drunk, you're stoned, you're, that's just not true. But it's been a long time since Dallas has been good. Dallas is a great city. It's a warm-weather city. What's going on? And Or has maybe he lost a little bit of his touch, so to speak? Because Mark Cuban used to be that... Uh, young renegade owner back in the day um, that it seemed like everybody wanted to, you know, at least give him an ear and possibly play for him. And he treats everybody right. But man, the the Mavericks have have stunk for a minute here. And I was just curious, Ben, uh, what's your take? Um, I think he is, he has other aspirations now. I think Shark Tank does take away some of his time. Also not to mention, like you said, the presidential rumors. Uh, He's always been at odds with Trump. Yep. And I think he, and also the big thing about this organization is Dirk still on the team. They do what's actually best for Dirk. It seems like more than what's best for the whole team as a whole. Dennis Smith Jr. is a great player. Uh, I'm excited uh, with him being on the team. You got Nerlens Noel there, but there's been a lot of games where you got Dirk starting at center. Dirk is not a center. Dirk is, I don't know if he's ever been a center. And now he's <laughs> such a defensive liability you can't put Dirk at center now. So they 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 centered the team around Dirk. Um, but also I do think uh, Mark Cuban has so many other aspirations that it is starting to take away from the Mavericks. Um, because you look at all of these big fish we've been trying to sign right. since we won the championship probably not before, maybe a little bit before, but we had Deron Williams, the the, the – the good Deron Williams, the not the, <laughs> <laughs> exactly. not, the not, not the secondary uh, version of Deron Williams. Uh, also, uh, we tried to get the White Howard. Uh, we tried to get CP3. We tried to get LeBron. Right. That that wasn't going to happen regardless. But every single time, there was always something that happened wrong. The DeAndre Jordan thing that that one completely fell apart. Um, and then I think when we were going to meet with Deron Williams the first time. He wasn't even there. They sent Dirk and like Michael Finley there. So I think right. his mind is his mind is other places. I do I do think he still cares about the Mavs, but I think it's coming to reality that we are going to be garbage for the next couple of years. And I'm okay with that if that if that can help us get back to that get that young nucleus of a, of a squad. I think I'm I'm okay with that. I don't know if he's okay with that because that could be another reason why he could be backing away because he knows that this team's going to be garbage and he's going to have to deal with that. Right. Or, you know, if he does get into politics, um, you know, like you said, that's going to take a whole bunch of time there. Uh, just, you know, in, in, in the planning stages as well, because uh, his beef with Trump goes back uh, to, to TV reality show days. Uh, Mark Cuban had a show called The Benefactor that was much like The Apprentice. And, of course, uh, <laughs> Donald Trump kind of let him have it back then when those shows were going up against each other and him and Cuban have been at each other ever since. Um, you know, I think Cuban cares obviously, but I, I, I just w- would like to see something happen in Dallas as you know, ever since I've been down there, I've kind of had a little affection for the city and whatnot. So it would just be nice been to see them get back to being good again. Um, that's all I'm saying, man. I, I agree. I mean, I'm, I'm a hundred percent with you. I would love for them to get back to that 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 uh, playoff those playoff runs. Get back to they had I believe like ten consecutive seasons with 50, uh, 50 wins or more. 
Um, so I'm I'm ready for them to get back to it. But I'm gonna be honest, it's gonna it's gonna take it's gonna take a while. It's gonna take Dirk retiring. It's gonna take them having to make a, a couple of good draft picks. Um, also try to lure somebody here. You got Harrison Barnes, Wesley Matthews, uh, but those, those are kind of second tier players. We're gonna need a star with a great supporting cast. Absolutely, absolutely. Well, Ben, before I let you get out of here, my man, um, you know we we've talked. Uh, Dallas sports and it's such a you know it's a great sports town an underrated sports town you know because they it's always so top heavy on the Cowboys man but you know Rangers were you know doing a, outside of this past year they've been good here the past few years and um, you know obviously you cover soccer down there as well um, so Ben tell the people about your show where they can hear it and how they can follow you on social media. Definitely. So uh, you can find me at BS3 Sports on Twitter, uh, all avenues of social media at BS3 Sports. Um, also, the show is, it's a fun sports show. And uh, I talk about all the different sports. I talk about UFC, I talk about some soccer. Uh, MLS season is over. So I'm going to be talking about that too much for, for, my, for my FC Dallas team. But uh, talk about the Cowboys. Um, and, I, and I love having great guests. I uh, try to get uh, great people on. I'm not. I'm not afraid, and I would just encourage everybody else to not be afraid to reach out uh, to whoever, whomever, whoever. All they all they can say is no. Um, so I'm always just about uh, putting together the best possible show I can and uh, having fun with it. The shows interactive, uh, just like yours is, just like uh, you know the uh, all the shows are on the X Squad, and uh, I'm just great. Uh, I just love doing this. Hey, man, Ben, and, and, you know, that's the reason I called you up last Saturday doing your show. Um, not only was last Saturday's show phenomenal, and again, folks, uh, the BS3 Sports show is on Spreaker, so make sure you follow in it and follow Ben as well. But, man, you do. I mean, you do a great shot, a job. You, you put in the planning, you put in the work, and it shows in every show you do, Ben. So props, man. Um, just wanted to call you out and give you the recognition you deserve, brother. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate that. Appreciate that from you. I mean, you're the one that really got me to x Squad. I'm the one that reached out to you. Yeah. Hey, it was my pleasure, man, (laughs) because I came across your show. Just like, like I told you, I was looking for just something new to listen to and you happened to be on. And, you know, I was just like, wow, man, this this brother's doing a great job. And not only that, uh, the diversity of topic, like you said, we, um, you know, you had, uh, uh, the young lady on, I forgot, uh, Jordan Music from last Saturday, who has kind of more of a country sound to her. You got Christian hip hop. I mean, you got everything, man. That's what I love about your show. Yeah, man, I'm I'm not, uh, it's really not stapled down on one thing. Um, and that's the freedom of podcasting. Right. You can do whatever, however, however you want to do it. Um, real quick, before you let me go, I, <laughs> I don't know if you see Jelani in the chat room. Like I said, this is an interactive chat room in all our shows. Uh, and uh, he said, Ben stole a free pen from the bank. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Jelani, uh, I, I'm, I'm Jelani's so been, on the, been on one for, for a minute. Again, folks, Jelani is the host of the Wait a Minute show um, here at Spreaker.com as well. He is an ex-squad affiliate member also. And he's having some fun tonight, it looks like. But Ben, I can't wait to hear you talk about the um 
Honorable Grace and Allen, 37 points tonight. I'm really looking forward to your Duke basketball <laughs> updates on your show, my man. Uh, you, you, I'm going to let you know now. You're not going to get any of those unless one of them like jumps jumps out of the page and they score like 100 points. Probably not going to hear anything. But Duke, Duke, North Carolina, I, I'm uh, – Mark your calendar now because I'm pretty sure going to have you on that show because uh, yes. it's, it's going to be good. Um, hey. But I have to say, I have to say North Carolina is going through a little bit of rebuilding and Duke just seems to get those top recruits every single year. So it's going to be, it's going to be an interesting game. Well, you and one, you want to keep an eye on one because we kind of have the uh, Minnesota pipeline of Duke here the past few years. Um, Tyus Jones, most recent, but now Gary Trent Jr., uh, who is from Minnesota, son, uh, speaking of Dallas Mavericks, son of Gary Trent, obviously Gary Trent Jr., um, you know, decided to stay up here in Minnesota after he played with the Timberwolves here after his Dallas Maverick days. His son is a big baller, so definitely keep an eye out on him, Ben. He's going to be real good for him. And uh, Tyus Jones' little brother next year, uh, Trey Jones, uh, is coming up to Duke as well. So we're locked and loaded, baby. We're ready. All right. Well, I can't wait. Can't wait to face you guys. Um, I can't wait to rub it in when we win. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Ben, my man. Thank you so much for joining us. Um, again, uh, you do a great job, my friend. And thanks for uh, filling us in on the Dallas sports scene, man. Always appreciate it. Definitely, definitely. Thank you for having me on. All right. Take care, boss. All right. How's it going? Ladies and gentlemen, Ben Sutter, the third host of the BS3 Sports Podcast joining us. As you heard, Jelani Bodie has joined us as well in the chat room, speaker.com chat room. Uh, appreciate him popping in here. Um, I, Mocha Bella, one time went to a Halloween party as a Miami Dolphins fan and won for scariest costume. You're lucky Mocha hasn't been in here tonight. Uh, Jelani taking shots like that at the young lady. Let's get back to your corner, sir. Uh, let's do this folks. Uh, we're going to call it a night here on sports done, right? I want to make room for, uh, what is it? Tasty talk here on uh, the next show up on the X squad affiliates, uh, calendar, girly girl, Mandelion talking relationships, boy, girl stuff. You know, you're after midnight, draw the shades type of stuff. You know, one of them Kesey Ingram type drops. Hey, what's happening, everyone? Vince Wright, the sports governor from Minnesota. And when I am chilling in the executive mansion, my radio is always tuned to the Kicking It With KC show. When I need to find out what's happening on them streets in the ATL, I'm always tuned in to KC Ingram. Spreaker.com, 2 Live Studios Radio, also XSquadAffiliates.com. Make sure you're checking out my main man, KC Ingram. Peace. All right, folks, thanks again so much for uh, first to my guest, Justin Ekstrom. Again, the Horn Scolders uh, podcast, that's on Spreaker.com as well. Phenomenal job those cats do. Uh, young dudes really doing it. And um, also Ben Sutter, the third BS3 Sports Report. Um, I was going to get into, I'll just very quickly uh, get into some Timberwolf stuff. Um, I'll get into them a little more in depth on the next show, but still need to improve the defense. Um, again, good win last night against the Utah Jazz. Um, Jeff Teague really took it to Ricky Rubio last night. Also, 
we're going to start exploring if Coach Tibbs is really going to be the one that leads this team to the promised land. Um, again, local media wonder if he's going to be around, and I'm just kind of bewildered by that a little bit. But uh, Jimmy Butler still hasn't truly busted out and become the man. I still think Jimmy's trying to defer to um, uh, Teague and Wiggins and Cat, and, you know, it'll all come together. But uh, I really like his attitude, man, and obviously we are just glad that he is here. And Jeff Teague, Jamal Crawford, keep doing what you're doing to keep getting better. Uh, and the T-Wolves are fourth in the conference right now, so um, we like where we're at. Um, I don't think it'll hold there, but, hey, you never know. You never know. So with that being said, I'm going to get on out of here. we got other shows coming up uh, right after us. Again, Tasty Talk. Make sure you follow them on Spreaker.com as well. Ben, thank you so much for joining us. Justin, thank you for joining us. All you guys in the Spreaker.com chat room, thanks for joining us. I am Vince Wright, the Sports Governor. I want to say what up to Doug Stewart, Ryan Stewart, the Two Live Stews, uh, doing their thing as well, Two Live Stews Radio. Um, we look to get back on there soon. And also xsquadaffiliates.com. So everybody have a good night. Stay cool. Alabama's back to number one. Lord help us all. You guys take care. I am Vince Wright, and I am gone. Thank you for listening to Sports Done Right with your host, the governor of Minnesota Sports Talk, the Honorable Vince Wright. Check out Sports Done Right every Tuesday night. And when it's over, stay up on all of the breaking sports news and commentary by joining the Sports Done Right Facebook group. Let your voice be heard and join the conversation right now. You finally got it right with sports done right.